0: Sitting here, going over notes.
1: Oh, well, we were at a party. Ooh ah! <laughs> <laughs> As low fell in the deep, <laughs> someone reached and grabbed it. Ooh ah! It was a rock lobster. You're listening to nothing important.
2: <laughs> rock lobster. <laughs> Please enjoy the show
1: This is the nothing important podcast insert witty tagline here my name is brian and with me as always is my congressional running mate dave dave how's it going today buddy
0: i'm gonna make you a lot of promises how many do you plan to come true they may not come true they may come true we'll have to see if i get elected (laughs) but i can guarantee you this you're gonna complain about everything i do Right
1: on, right on, right on. Dave and I also host uh the better better Call Saul podcast. you can find that at ww. Yeah. you can find that at com on iTunes. Uh, make sure that you hit that up and make sure you keep spreading the word and review this very podcast. So Dave, um, kind of an interesting day around here. Uh, you are in your house, and I'm in my house. We're kind of recording remotely, but it's weird around my house cuz for the first time in a long time it's just me. No kids, no wife, no nanny. Just me and uh the dog. And it, it's weird when you're home alone and you kind of revert back to being a bachelor a little bit. You you're currently a bachelor so I'm not sure if you'd understand but uh little things that you would you would do when you're single and by yourself at home, you kind of take for granted when you know, you're know you with somebody for 10 years and you have kids and such and you're finally left home alone?
0: Like watching porn on a 100-inch screen? <laughs>
1: no, and let me tell you why.
0: Because um, you have a big, <laughs> big-ass picture window that people can right, see. Right, yeah, because I watch. have a
1: picture window, yeah. And and there's a church right across the street. so I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need uh, people going in and out of the Greek Orthodox Church across the street to see when- uh, 100 inches of... Uh, Asian lesbians making out.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, me you just throw on one of those Italian church nun porns.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, see then maybe I'll do that on a Sunday morning right now as we record this (laughs) this is a Saturday morning, but no, like, uh, like little things like, uh, like peeing with the door open in the bathroom. (laughs) It's not a luxury that I have too much anymore, but there's something nice about it. When you could just kind of mosey through the house and uh, pee with the door open.
0: I've always had roommates Mm -hmm. Um, I currently have a roommate and so sometimes, you know, when the roommate's not around, I'll kind of take control of the lair. Yeah. And, uh, peeing with the door open is something that I don't do when I'm alone. I still tend to close the door when I pee. No, no, I'm a very private bathroom user.
2: (laughs) I, uh, I've had friends come
0: over and they'll just like walk in and like a female friend just like walk in and start using my bathroom with the door open and my house is very small.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is.
0: And I don't want to hear that shit splashing around the toilet.
1: <laughs> fair enough. Fair And enough. I,
0: I always wonder how people can do that with other people around. Like the the lack of boundaries within certain households astounds me. Yeah. Because my household, like I just got used to having the bathroom door closed, and it's like that's your private time. Mm, that's nice. the one spot where nobody else in the family is going to bother you. Mm-hmm. So i just yeah. I never I never pee with the door open. It's your sanctuary. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's okay. Dave time.
1: All right, coming up later in the episode, we have our talk with uh, Sarah Minnick, who plays Brenda on Better Call Saul. And what kind of makes it interesting is she was also in Breaking Bad, albeit briefly, as, I guess, a hanger-on of uh, Jesse Pinkman.
0: Yeah, they're, uh, I, I went and watch that scene. She's It's the one scene. They're having a house party, and right. she's the one that's dancing on him, literally on him. Yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> she said that was why they had to change her her credit from an extra... To a day player, which I, it's a different pay scale, I think. Yeah, and yeah, uh, and totally different credit. So it's still you know party girl. Yeah, but it's an actual credit. Gotcha. And um and and I thought it's I assumed that she made such an impression somehow that they brought her back for Saul. Mm-hmm. But apparently, yeah. it's not the case.
1: Well, maybe it's the same character. Make sure that you guys check that out over at our other podcast. It's all good, man. Yeah, Didn't it's preview it. with the prior, which is like our our end a week episode for it's all good man it's not really a different show it's just kind of like its own little uh segment i guess so to speak
0: it's our way of padding the stats
1: right pretty much yeah yeah we, we <laughs> it's our way of getting extra listeners so uh dave i found this uh interesting news story that you might uh think is kind of funny from massivelive.com. hit me with it is <laughs> uh it. Okay, hold on. I don't know why that made me laugh, but this
0: is why I like Skyping. Like, uh, you know, people don't know. Sometimes we're over the phone. Sometimes we're over. uh, We're Facetiming right now. Right, and it's so much better with the video because we can make faces at each other Mm -hmm. and kind of distract each other. And you guys, the audience doesn't is none the wiser.
1: Right. So, Dave, you and I, we come from a small town, and uh, the thing about coming from a small town, our town literally has what three stoplights where we're from
0: yeah I think they're, uh, I think there's plans for a fourth, but they're trying to you know put in the budget.
1: yeah, it's, it's been stuck in red tape for several <laughs> years at the city council, the fourth stoplight so <laughs> it's, it's a big deal, it's a big deal. Uh, the town Dave and I is from it was a big deal when they brought a Pizza Hut Express in because the town didn't need apparently. Seven pizza places. A town of three thousand people didn't need seven pizza places. Six <laughs> could do just just enough. Well, seven would have pushed it past the tipping point.
0: Well, to be completely full disclosure, it's five thousand people and growing. It is growing very fast. This town.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm I'm um, stuck on three thousand people because when we graduated high school, it was three thousand and it's growing yeah now it's it's, like it's over years.
0: five. It might even be, yeah. be over six at this point. But a pizza place per thousand people, mm-hmm. it seems. I don't know. I don't know if that's actually a good ratio or not, but when you throw the seventh pizza place into a fucking small town, you're, oh, you're going to put all the other pizza places out of business. Yeah. And my argument was, well, Pizza Hut sucks. Yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, so the story kind of reminded me of that because, uh, our, our small little town, uh, like many small little towns across the country has ran into giant, um, like big drug problems. Specifically in heroin, which apparently is on the rise again, and uh, rampant. rampant,
0: rampant,
1: and, and uh, this story reminds me totally of our uh, hometown because this is exactly how I can see stuff playing out. So uh, Northampton troopers find 230 bags of heroin after suspect whisp- after suspect whispers. I don't think they found all the stuff in the car.
0: Oh, that sounds like something that somebody would say in our tiny little town after they got uh, done talking to the police. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I was so shocked (laughs) I didn't laugh. That's so funny. (laughs) State troopers
1: miss hundreds of baggies filled with heroin during their first search of a car that they stopped on Interstate 91 in Hatfield, New Jersey, according to court documents. On February 17th, Massachusetts, oh, so I guess it was Massachusetts. Massachusetts State Police arrested, uh, I'm not going to put their names on here. Just a bunch of three fucking idiots Yeah. Uh, after searching their car. And the reason they were pulled over was they were going 11 miles per hour over the speed limit.
0: Wow. These, yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny. Like, okay. So our, our little town I should draw another parallel. Our little town is located 15 miles south of a Joliet. Yeah. And that's a, that's a, a couple hundred thousand people. And then another half an hour to Chicago. Right. But the tiny town in between Mm -hmm. gets a lot. Their police blotter is constantly full of drugs found in the car because the person was speeding down a rural highway. Right. It's why the hell do you speed down a rural highway when you can have a felony's worth of drugs in your car?
1: Right, exactly. That's one thing I don't understand. You would think that, okay, so... Drinking and driving is is way more taboo than it was even like 10 years ago, but I'm sure we've all heard people be like, oh, I'm good at drinking
0: and driving because I, I'm, I'm I'm better when I drink because yeah, I pay because attention I, I'm, to the road.
1: Right, yeah, I'm more conscious because I don't want to get pulled over. Right? <laughs> the same thing, uh, a lot of potheads and people who get high and drive uh, do the same thing. Uh, yeah. But the absolute last thing I would do if I was carting any illegal materials would be speed. Like in that instance, I would be able to say, if I was one of these jackasses, I would be able to say, yes, heroin makes me a better driver because when I'm hauling it in my car, (laughs) I would mind every, I'd be like waving on people at stop signs that aren't even there. (laughs) Like like, like I would have my blinker on two miles down the road, waving people by like anybody that had a flat tire or anything. I would just stop, pull over and help them just for the goodwill. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I couldn't imagine, and then having to explain to other people that uh, what, what did you win is you just couldn't drive 55. You get <laughs> yeah, yeah. <drives. laughs> After spotting a crack pipe sitting on the front passenger's thigh, uh, why wouldn't they put the crack pipe away?
0: Oh, Lord.
1: Right? Like, that, uh, you, you see red, white, and blues coming up behind you. I would think that if you had a crack pipe, you would at least try to, like, stick it in the seat cushion or something. Why would you leave that
0: hanging on your thigh? Fucking sit on it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, oh, I'm already busted. Now, maybe they thought if the cops get them for the crack pipe, they mm. won't search the car. Yeah. You know, troopers, you, you take the little punishment to avoid the big punishment.
1: Right. Uh, troopers did search the vehicle, found two additional crack pipes, several bags of heroin and crack cocaine, a digital scale with heroin residue on it, and uh, hypodermic needles on the car floor. They were they were out to party, man.
0: I'll oh, say so that's two thoughts. Either one... These guys are, are kind of smart because they, they smoke the crack, sell the heroin, so they don't get high on their own supply. Right, yeah. Wait, or, wait, or they're shooting snowballs or speed balls, doing uppers and downers, and they're fucked, and they're going to end up like John Belushi and Chris Farley. <laughs> Fat? Dead. Oh. <laughs> uppers and downers. You can't okay. do uppers and downers, man. You got to just stick with one. Your body gets confused and starts to hit you.
1: Right. Okay. Well, transporting... <laughs> The suspects from the state police barracks in Northampton to the Hampshire County Jail. Troopers allegedly heard uh, one of the uh, one of the suspects whisper, "I don't think they found all the stuff in the car." Like, just shut up. (laughs) Yeah, right to remain silent, dude. That's another thing. If I was going to size your human rights, (laughs) if I was going to start running drugs, I would think I would do some um, some reading reading up on, on rules and uh, rights and such.
0: Well, I think if I was running drugs, I'd just keep my mouth shut if the cops didn't find them.
1: Right. That's like the number. number even if you're speeding, they, they always say, just shut up. <laughs> like, right. Like Don't say anything and incriminate yourself.
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's just as bad as the guy that gets pulled over for swerving and he says, here, hold my beer to the cop.
1: Right. <laughs> exactly. So uh, all you drug runners out there, I guess uh, Dave and I's official advice would be just shut up.
0: Yeah, well, remember we did the article in the broadcast about the guys Mm -hmm. that um, turned themselves in because they got too paranoid?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Just shut up. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) Just uh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) We did a whole uh, episode. We did an entire episode about fake it till you make it. Act like you're supposed to be there and you're supposed to be there. So act like you're innocent and you might be innocent.
1: Indeed. Indeed. Uh, It's Saturday morning. The wife and I, since the the grandparents have the children, uh, we're going to the cubby bear on the uh, in wrigleyville in uh chicago and we're gonna go see mc chris
0: that's pretty dope that's uh yeah. that's two nerdcore shows that's two nerdcore shows in two weeks
1: yeah well you know the thing is is i i love once again i like that kind of music because it doesn't take itself too seriously so you're a you nerd. know it's just it's just well one i'm a nerd but two it's just <laughs> it's just silly fun
0: Oh, it is <laughs> you yeah know, so I, I love live
1: music it's silly fun but yeah. uh Speaking of silly fun, you saw a great show in Palatine last night, right?
0: Yeah, uh, I saw this band called Here Come the Mummies, which it, it, this is one of those bands where I tell people this band is amazing. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite live shows of any band I've ever seen. Yeah. And when I start to mention it's a band called Here Come the Mummies and they dress up like mummies, nobody takes me seriously.
1: See, I don't and, understand that. Like because what You know what, you know what's funny? I bet a lot of people that don't take you seriously also at the same time uh have listened to like uh Kiss. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like or Guar or uh just about any any 80s band. You know what I mean? Like
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. But the thing is like the, this the crowd that goes cuz they sell out. They 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 play smaller 1,000 person venues mm-hmm. and they sell out yeah and their main publicity, like the reason people mostly heard of them is through Bob and Tom, the morning radio show, syndicated morning radio show yeah, so it's it's a lot of like white suburban businessmen types that listen to bob and that Bob and Tom's demographic right so it, that's what comes out to the show, which is funny because they were actually booked at a venue I have a relationship with they lost the show, but I kept telling these guys like you have no idea how many people are coming. And they were literally, like, laughing at me with this condescending, like, ha, 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 laugh. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, I was standing in a club last night where I had to, like, I literally had to avoid crowds and being pushed around. It was like. Right. And you I have mean, to do
1: that weird swim thing where, like, you, like, stick a hand out in front of you to, like, wed yourself between people as yep. you moved. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. You're tapping people on the shoulder. The worst is they have these little girls. Okay. These, these not little girls. They have these women, small in stature, that walk mm. around with shot trays yeah none of them were over five foot five uh-huh so you just see this tray in the air with a light the, the tray's got a light on it and they're just holding them <laughs> straight in the air for hours and I don't know if there's a rule they can't touch anybody because mm-hmm. they would just stand there and wait for an opening and I was kind of by the door so I had to constantly tap the person in front of me so that they would turn around and see this girl trying to get through they would just stand there like with their drink the drink tray in the air like waiting to get through <laughs> and I'm like for one maybe get the the five foot ten girl to do it Mm-hmm. you know and yeah. uh yeah but it was just it was so crowded and so packed and so much fun and everybody has such a good time and nobody and, believes me how great this band is
1: well the the thing about the band is is it's rumored that it's actually a bunch of well-known musicians or like a rotating roster of well-known
0: musicians it's it's either well-known musicians or like session players that may be under some contracts or something mm-hmm. so they keep their identities a secret which yeah. it's genius to me because it's it's on their Wikipedia. There's lots of speculation about it, and then they do meet and greets after the show, like a comedian would do. Uh, not a lot of bands do stuff like that, right? And all they do is grunt at you, and they don't talk. They stay in character the whole night, so they're just like that's amazing. And they take a selfie with you, yeah.
1: Well, that's amazing. We're gonna have to try to get them on the show, but but I'm glad you had a fun time. You talked about them often, and for those of you listening, please check out Here Comes the Mummies, and uh, stay tuned for our talk with Sarah Minnick from uh, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Dave, you there? I'm here. Sarah, you there? I'm here. Alright! <laughs> Sarah, welcome to uh, welcome to Preview with the Prior. Uh, it's well, it's the part of our Better Call Saul podcast where Dave and I speculate about upcoming episodes often incorrectly. <laughs> so it's, 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 So if we, if we get a little silly and get a little stupid, um, I totally apologize in advance.
2: <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure the network loves your shenanigans.
0: <laughs>
1: Enough to well, send us swag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got we got to send out T-shirts uh, this year. They sent us. They here's what happened. They sent me a box of T-shirts, which is absolutely awesome. But uh, what's happening is is I live in a Chicago flat, like a Chicago three flat. So my space is limited. So I keep picking up this box of AMC T-shirts and like setting them down somewhere else, only to run into them again to pick them up and put them back somewhere else in my apartment. So. We're trying to unload them to listeners as much as possible. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, AMC t shirts everywhere.
1: <laughs> Freaking everywhere. Well, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, on the phone is uh, Sarah Minich. I got that last name right, right? Right?
2: Actually, it's Sarah Minich. It's a common error. Oh, it's man. A- <laughs> no, don't
1: worry. <laughs> he <funny>. finally <laughs> thought he got it right. <laughs> uh, well, no, I got Mark Prok's. Right? And then I was okay. I was feeling confident. I thought I could do it. And uh, Sarah, I messed up your name. I apologize.
2: Don't worry. Everybody does it. I've had casting directors introduce me to directors of Sarah Minnick. <laughs> That's okay. Everyone learns. Sarah Minute.
1: <laughs> well, uh, for our listeners, uh, Sarah plays Brenda on Better Call Saul, right?
2: That's right. I play Brenda, the front desk operator at Hamlin, Hamlin and McGill.
1: That's awesome. So uh we we have uh we've had all sorts of uh uh, cast members on and members of the team and everything like that and what what's so intriguing about um your character you know like it's it's you know not one of the big three but i wanted to get your perspective of what it's like on set while um while watching i guess everything on the show happen around you first off that that office that's a set right Or, or are you at location
2: it's a location actually. It's a, this, this massive, I mean, I can see where you might think it's a set because it's just so perfect. <laughs> right, yeah. but It's actually this. Yeah. Right. It's this huge office location in Albuquerque. I can't say where it is obviously, but it's, right. um, it's a really cool place. You know, it's like three stories. And I remember being on set once with, Extras. well oh, I can't call them extras. Sorry, background workers. Pardon me. Call um, the background <laughs> folks out there. <laughs> I remember being on once and just having like every level, every balcony of the, you know, every level balcony, uh, three stories above me, filled with background players. And it's just, it's, it's really quite breathtaking. You know, being at the lobby level and just seeing the size of this place. It's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty. Um, Humongous and sort of all-encompassing place. You know, you can really feel the energy there.
1: Yeah, and you're actually from Albuquerque, or you lived there for a while, right?
2: I moved. I am a um, transition Albuquerquean, right? So, so let me explain what I mean by that. So, I come from California originally. I was born and raised there, and it just I didn't really I, my personality, my energy didn't really fit there. And I mean, I, I did, but it didn't sit there, and so. My parents moved to Albuquerque and I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to follow them and go to college and get a couple of degrees and then pursue my acting career there. And I did and it's worked and I don't (laughs) want to leave.
1: Well, how great, how great is that? You're, you're now on a show that's, you know, uh, based in Albuquerque. I mean, that's gotta feel good, right? I mean, it's not like a lot of shows are always like located in three like four places, like Miami, New York, Chicago, and LA. Like Breaking Bad was like the first real big one that I could think of. That was Albuquerque, and then of course, uh Better Call Saul. And you being a transplant nated trans- trans- transplantationist. <laughs> transplantationist. I mean, uh, is, that ex- is that exciting for you to be, like, working on this big show that's, like, filming in your town?
2: Heck yeah, and you know what else? Like, what it gives me hope that this show and, you know, Breaking Bad sort of brings more film and television work to this region. Because this, we have great talent, we have great crew, and people don't always associate that with uh, Albuquerque, with New Mexico, and they're starting to because of Breaking Bad, because of Better Call Saul. And all of a sudden, we're getting all of these fantastic shows in. We're getting these opportunities, films, television shows, you know, and we're starting up another show out here. It's like nice. the sky's the limit here, and, and I'm so glad to finally see stuff coming out this way.
1: <laughs> that's got to be super
2: exciting. It is. It is. It, it gives me, because I'm I'm kind of tired of, people saying oh well you can't succeed unless you live in Los Angeles or in New York and i'm not making fun of anyone specifically at all i'm just saying that you know what forget that that's not true i know so many people that are really i can i say ass sure <laughs> yeah, there's wait, crazy is... ass out here that are
1: <laughs> you can you can say whatever Whatever you like on our podcast, it's okay. <laughs> oh
2: boy! Oh, you give me an inch, I'll take a mile, buddy.
1: <laughs> yeah, not. Not, yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, but you were you were also an extra in Breaking Bad.
0: Well, I have, I have a question. Actually,
2: I was considered a date. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, are we going to see a character arc or a story of how Brenda becomes the girl hanging all over Jesse Pinkman at a house party? Ah, no, you totally took my oh, question.
2: Oh, look <laughs> at you two trying to speculate.
0: In this know, preview I, of the prior. I
2: can't even answer that. I, you know, I can't answer that. <laughs> but um, to your question about about what I did in Breaking Bad, actually, um, I had the honor of, of being a player, and the reason they cast it through after us, um on that part is because you know I was actually like literally body to body with Aaron Paul. And you no, know, he's a really down to earth, cool guy. And, you know, I've never seen somebody so intensely in their character. Like I was, was super impressed with, with, huh. uh, his work and, and with kind of how he got into that character, how he, he sort of like, just like transitioned right there on set. And all of a sudden he was, you know, Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad and not Aaron Paul anymore. It was, it was pretty epically, amazing learning experience for me.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad that you said that because it's a pretty well-known thing that he was supposed to be killed off after the first season and they really liked him and kept him around. So to know that that's, you know, part of the... That just the,
2: goes to show. Yeah.
0: Pretty awesome. Yeah, it but, goes
2: to show that, you know, just because they think necessarily that an actor is, is, is not going to, you know, huge in the show or just because somebody may have a small part to begin with or they may have small plans for someone, mean that that character turn into you know a huge part of the plot line yeah. and I think that, that's the case that that happened with him and it could happen again you never know
0: with whatever job you get you put all of yourself into it and you never know what's going to happen except for except for a podcaster we kind of half assed that and
2: <laughs> oh, yes you guys love it I can just tell by your voices you just love this you eat this alive. oh yeah we do absolutely <laughs> we get
0: we get ripped on by our fans and we encourage it and we talk smack back and forth It's wonderful.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Me and Dave have just been taking a beating these past couple of weeks for saying uh, stupid things about <laughs> Better Call Saul. Like, not stupid bad, just, like, completely incorrect that even Dave and I are like, how the hell did we ever think that's what happened? <laughs>
2: <So>. <laughs> You're getting, like, from them network just, like, with, you know, hush, please, I think, yeah, like, or <laughs> just by the fans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, stop your podcast. This is terrible. <laughs> so <laughs> so that, that leaves me... Um, so has, did the Breaking bad was, was that Brenda? Like, did she have a name or was it just coincidental that you were, you were in both shows? Because I, I, I don't know if there's anything to it, but Dave obviously asked the question and, uh, I, I totally want to be the person if, if, nobody's asked about it before, I totally want to be the, the venue for which people are like, Oh my God, did you hear about this connection? Like, <laughs> I want that to be our thing. <laughs>
2: It's actually like all over the place. I've been seeing people making connections between different characters uh. and possible, you know, tie-ins all over the place. Now, okay, so so when I originally got cast, I had this conversation with my agent, Carissa Mitchell, and and we were and she, she told me she's like, I really want to you in for Better Call Saul if I can, but at the same time, you are already in Breaking Bad. And, yeah, see, I'm like trying to really monitor my words to, to make sure I don't step on any kids. <laughs> so apparently, like, she talked to the, to the casting director, and the casting director, let's just, let's just put her in. And then, um, my audition was actually with, um, Peter Gold and Vince Gilligan, right? And, he, and it, that was my callback. They were there, and, uh, some of the producers, and of course, the casting director. And so they knew who I was. They were like, so wait, you were in Breaking Bad. And I was like, yes, I was. Hello. Thank you for having me here again today. So they were totally aware that that I was that person, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm not going to um, hypothesize about what went on in their heads because, you know, obviously I'm not in their heads, but um I'm sure they know have a plan for everything. You know, these guys are... Pretty frick brilliant, as I'm sure all of you yeah. would agree. All of you, meaning all the fans and you two, um, would agree that they've got some pretty incredible ideas. So, and
1: and just for the record, just because you know, I said I wanted to be like the genesis of that whole theory, and you said it's already out there. But uh, just for the record, I'm just going to go ahead and take credit for anybody that thought of it before me. So, <laughs> anybody that <laughs> anybody that put two and two together, uh, you're welcome. I'm glad I could do that for you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, you know, when I said that, I actually mean, like, I've seen other characters referenced. Uh. Like I just saw on Facebook, one of my, so I'm good friends with the guy that plays um, Ernie, or Ernesto, right? You've seen him. Um, he's played by Brandon Hansen, and he's one of my buddies. And um, there was a bunch of, like, hypothesizing about who he could potentially be. So I know it's kind of going around, so... By all means, coin the connection that you have just made as your
1: own. Yes. Finally. Finally.
2: <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. We're, well, we're we'll we're, see. We'll see. I'm not confirming nor denying anything.
0: <laughs> I was, I, don't know, I think maybe a confirmed rumor that Aaron Paul is going to be on Better Call Saul. So that's where I'm. It is the same person.
2: Uh-huh, interesting.
0: And then when. <laughs> Dave and I. Well, I, I keep going with the theory that like,
1: eventually. Uh, jimmy is going to cause kim's termination from her place of employment and uh dave thinks she's going to die in a horrible fashion so <laughs> but just recently dave Yes. yeah i dave why is that dave i never said
0: horrible fashion
2: <laughs> i wonder what ray seahorn would think about that she's such a, a lovely woman too she's probably she she's like come on man
0: ray seahorn is actually the first cast member that we interviewed Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and kicked off the entire interviewing actors and things that we do. Actually, so she's very special to our podcast. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: I've really taken to her. You know, in season in season one, I didn't like have you know I didn't really develop a relationship with her. But when season two you know started and and I went in, it was like seeing a big sister. I was like, Yay! <laughs> there's my buddy. And you know, and we kind of we kind of connected there. And so I really I have a lot of respect for her.
1: Well, that's good. You know, it seems like everybody on the on the show, no matter, like, you never hear anything bad. Even in, like, tabloids, you never hear anything bad about the behavior of people on set. It just seems like uh, everybody it's like,
0: that... It's like the cast of Leave it to Beavers making a TV drama.
1: Right, like, every everybody gets along. Every You know, it's like a very friendly set. That's good to hear.
2: I think I think that probably has something to do with the fact, too, that, that people are probably fairly careful to not you know talk shit about anyone or about any events that happened because we love our freaking jobs <laughs> you
0: know? also true also yeah. true
1: awesome well uh sarah we we won't keep you too long but uh we are super excited to because i get the feeling there's a little bit more brenda that's going to come out as uh uh season two unfolds and uh Today, it was announced not too long ago that uh, Better Call Saul was picked up for a season three, so I, I hope that... I know!
2: Uh, how exciting! <laughs> I know! I saw it today, and I just shared it on Facebook, and I was like, yes! Bring
0: it on! <laughs> and we were like, yes, because we get to do this for another season.
1: <laughs> right, yeah, we, we get to pretend like we're important. <laughs>
2: you guys are important. I mean, you know, you got to get the word out there. You got to build the hype about it. Right. I mean, that's, that's all part of the system that is entertainment.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's and we true, try then. to keep our listeners interactive so that way they pay more attention and maybe rewatch it a couple more times. We ask trivia questions that we re- reward with our t-shirts and stuff like that. Absolutely. Well, well I kind of
2: uh, want a T-shirt now. Like, can I get a T-shirt? Or is this like an in-club thing? Right?
0: <laughs> oh, guess if it's all good men podcast, receive we'll an AMC T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, willing to, I'm willing to bet you already have way cooler swag than a T-shirt.
2: <laughs> I do. I do have some BCS swag, to be quite honest with you. But, I mean... You guys seem like a pretty
1: cool peeps too. So let me let me ask you this: when when you're on set, do you ever see like a cup or something laying around where you just kind of think, you know, this would be like a cool keepsake for the rest of my life, and you just kind of want to take it off set? Wow, <laughs> <Or do laughs> that's an idea? awful big hesitation. Look, yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if, if I was on a hit, te- I I don't think I'd be able to resist. Like, even if it was just like an ashtray or something, I'd be like. Yeah, you know what? I I don't smoke, but I could totally use that ashtray. <laughs> like, I'll just put that in my pants pants pocket. Like, I would be so tempted. Do you ever like? Okay, let me ask it this way: Are you ever d- tempted to do that? Like, does does the thought ever cross your mind? I'll
2: tell you this. I will tell you this. So Brenda's desk is literally the command module for the actual building. Camera system thing. <laughs> okay, so like mm. the the building that it's filmed in has a camera system that that basically monitors everything that goes around in the parking lot and you know all those shenanigans. And I am frequently looking at all these little knobs with their little video feeds popping, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just wanna, I just wanna turn that knob right now and see if like this car over, you know, if what, what camera this turns or if I could, like <laughs> randomly see something, you know? And, and so one time, <laughs> one time I'm set, I was sitting behind, you know, in my nice little Brenda desk. And, um, I was, I was just, I don't know. I, think I was talking to the guy that plays Ernesto and, because you know, we're friends and, I, I was like, what if I just touch this knob right here and see what happens? And so, I mean, this is so, this is so low level, you know, like I'm getting a <laughs> huge kick out of this and like, it's nothing. Right. So like I barely touched the knob and the camera's like, you know, and, and, and looks at some other part of the parking. And that was the most scandalous thing. to me. <laughs> and I know that sounds completely stupid. like, Oh my God, really? It's the camera. It moved a little bit. Who's, lady, but for me, <laughs> that was such scandal. It was such scandal. So I was like, oh my gosh, somebody's going to come and they're going to like fire See me
0: it. now because I think that's I've been turning knobs with, all day. If Jimmy can get away with flipping the light switch, I think you can get away with uh, turning knobs. Yep.
2: <laughs> I turned it back. I totally turned it back. Nobody got in trouble, you know, but so for a minute there, my ears got a little bit warm because I was, I was a little nervous there for a minute. Thought security was gonna like, come get my ass. <laughs> I think I'm a little bit of a, like, scaredy cat when it comes to, you know, pissing people off. I'm like, I don't want to make anybody mad, so I'm just going to not do this, you know. <laughs> it's kind of boring, actually. Mm it's
1: kind of boring well i don't think you're boring at all sarah um thank you so much for coming on uh preview with a prior it's been absolutely awesome i can't wait to see uh what they have in store for brenda and i can't wait to start rumors about what they have in store for brenda (laughs) it's gonna be like my favorite part
2: goodness
1: (laughs) (laughs) but you know hopefully hopefully uh You'll be in, uh, all the way into season three as well. And I hope you come back at a, a later time on our podcast. Uh, we love, uh, we, I, I had a great time talking to you and, uh, I hope you come back and talk to us again sometime.
2: Hey, thanks so much for having me, you guys. It was a blast talking to you. I love being a dork and getting a chance to be silly. So thanks for, thanks for letting me be silly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> and, Anytime. And before you go, if there's anything that you want to plug, I know you got some upcoming projects and such. If you want to plug your uh, Twitter webpage, any of that stuff, you can go ahead and do that.
2: Oh my gosh. So I think people should check out priceless, the movie that's coming out. I have a supporting role on that. Check it out. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, I think my Twitter is Sarah Minick, and my Instagram is <laughs> Sarah dot but who knows? <laughs> You
1: know what? I'm glad I'm not the only one because I always mess up the Twitter handle for our, our podcast. <laughs> and we do like three of these a week. I know. So.
2: <laughs> like, how are you supposed to memorize all these things? Just, you right. know, Sarah Minnick, Just look <laughs> it up. I'm sure you'll find it.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Sarah Minnick, thanks for being on our show. That's, thanks, guys. I got one Good hand clapping. You. All right. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. That was uh, Sarah Minnick, super cool girl, right? Yeah, that was. Um, yeah. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Super cool woman. I don't. I don't want to sound uh, sexist in today's day and age, but just a very, <laughs> very nice person. She. Uh, she seemed very, very easy to talk to, and it's uh, it's kind of fun that her her character, albeit not one of the, like, in your you know like one of the main 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 cast. It's fun that. She's kind of bridged both series.
0: Yeah. And with two different characters, apparently, which is pretty cool. Because I uh, I assumed that maybe she was in like the, the, what they call her, the day player. And then Mm -hmm. they just impressed by her. Maybe she, you know, she caught someone's eye. So then they brought her back for this role, but to audition for like, to audition separately for it and still get the part. Mm -hmm. But then they did remember. So maybe it all ties in together.
1: Well, so, so my things on my, my thing on that is either A, uh, in that moment, uh, Peter Gould and uh, Vince Gilligan like had an idea that they could make the connection, or they just thought it'd be funny because they knew eventually somebody would make the connection.
0: Right, which I totally did. So that's there you go. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, it w- what's great, uh, you know, I have a little bio uh, for Sarah here. She she's done so much. So those of you out there, please make sure to check out her her website, IMDb, Twitter, Instagram all that stuff but her bio kind of hints that uh she's gonna have a little bit of a story arc and i absolutely hope so because she just seems like such a sweet person and and uh you know you know me I, I love to see people that are genuine nice people i like to see them like succeed and be successful so i i hope i hope she does
0: yeah i really i i hope so i'm i mean good people deserve good things absolutely and, um awesome did, do you so, want to finish the tweets up real quick or do you want to do that later All right,
1: Dave. So before we get off, what uh, hit me with the tweets, my friend.
0: I just wanted to recognize a couple people. Um, I think I already said Aaron Taylor for the cactus moment. That's going to be our new thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I believe a T-shirt is coming your way, my friend.
0: Uh, Chester Copperpot for claiming that POPs are more accurate without me around. And then Brian goes on to mess up the biggest thing of the next episode. That's pretty sweet. (laughs) Uh, Eric Smith. Eric with an A. For the uh, for letting me know what Crazy Eight shirt said, thank you very much for that. Mm-hmm. Mall of America, M A U L of America, our favorite Twitter handle fan so far. Dude,
1: that is such a great Twitter handle, yeah. Mall of America. Oh, that's great, great, great.
0: Um, okay. he he defended me on the Jimmy Colin Kim just because he wanted to be consoled and not to give her a heads up about Hamlin Hamlin and McGill, and uh, for teaching <laughs> us what rainmaking was by the context of his tweet. I did not know that, and the hashtag #NewCactus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brant uh, Brant okay, we just love you dude you're that. awesome uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> ha- hash, Hashtag uh, New Cactus is hilarious uh, But what, what was the oh rainmaking. Like that's such a great term And I have never heard that before but as soon as I Read it I knew exactly what he meant and it was So appropriate and well, uh, I, I don't know that's I just my, thought of the that,
0: John Grisham Novel The Rainmaker mm. Which is about lawyers and that's All I that's the, that's the only context I had For it but yeah yeah pretty cool
1: Oh. See, I didn't put it in that context. I was just like, oh yeah, like you know, like Rainmaking, making, like like yeah. And never mind. It made sense to me. I knew exactly what it meant and I had never heard it in that context before. Yes. But I am going I'm going to use it at random times, probably in drunken conversations when I'm pretending that I'm smarter than I am.
0: <laughs> um, and the only thing that I have as the t shirt winners, uh Cody wins for the song identification and good job code a carl Paluso, for uh not only telling us about the macro for the two spaces after a period but sending us a link oh yeah you know yeah
1: so so we were kind of right like right like that yeah. is, so it's like optional
0: you were i had no Man. idea about that i never used like word processing stuff and things of that nature but um i don't even i don't even know what a computer is (laughs) (laughs) and my last little tidbit is that this uh, the episode that sarah minnick was in of breaking bad also contains lawson it's the scene where walter buys the handgun off lawson and yes he does talk the same way with all that really fancy jargon Uh, absolutely gobbledygook yes did you know
1: that's an actual term That's an actual term. That's a real word for for that kind of speak is uh, when somebody's uh, speaking a lot of jargon. It's called gobbledygook. That's that's not a slang thing. That's an actual word.
0: (laughs) That just sounds like a bunch of gobbledygook to me.
1: Exactly. Well, uh, everybody out there listening, uh, your Twitter participation this year has been absolutely off the charts. Uh, Those of you who have been hitting us up and writing me messages on Facebook, uh, super cool. Just... Everything this year has been absolutely stellar for us so far. And I'm kind of sad, Dave, that it's almost half over.
0: It's, it's it a, is half over. It's a bittersweet day. Appropriate that it's the Ides of March. Um, mm-hmm. Because, Be yeah, this season's half, half over, but the third season has been confirmed. Yeah. Which means we got some work to don't. do in the off season. We do.
1: Absolutely. So uh, thank you, Sarah Minnick. Sorry for messing up your name, but thank you, Sarah Minnick, for coming on. Uh, We're gonna have more people from Better Call Saul coming up, so stay tuned. I know that preview with the prior has kind of turned into like more of a gab session. It's like like more of a better. It we went from like half-assing predictions to it's kind of become a gab session, but I'm liking it, and you guys seem to be liking it. And uh, it's just a lot of fun for me and Dave to be able to do this.
0: Yeah, we still sneak our previews and our and our speculations in there, but I like the mid the the mid show where we can address our fans and and take yeah. our beatings totally. And and we well, really really appreciate that everybody is continuing to do this all with good humor because we we'll, we'll take it with good humor. You dish it with good humor, it's all good humor. Now I want an ice cream bar. <laughs> absolutely guys
1: i tell you what we got season six coming up in a little less than a week from the time that we record this episode i hope you guys episode six i hope you guys uh have an awesome weekend coming up and we'll talk to you monday have a great day guys
0: we spoke to patrick fabian twice and he just loves talking to us because he can just kind of not be so stiff and just jack around with us He's a nice okay,
2: guy. In the well, world. Then i probably too. fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he great? He's such a nice human.
1: Yeah, he seems like a very nice gentleman. We're-
2: he's a cool dude. Like, and his his, you know, he's always been really nice to me and it's it's kind of scary walking on big steps like that because you're you know you're you're kind of afraid they're going to be like who the fuck are you right but <laughs> Ian was always so chill you know he was always really nice to me always you know made sure i wasn't like panicking or anything he was he's really cool people so good man hey, hey it's so good man